Hello, my friends. It's your buddy Phil here, project management trainer and coach. I hope you're doing well. In the next few days, we are going to be talking about PMP exam basics. The basic thing that you need to know on the PMP exam is that the exam is situational. That's the base thing. Your exam is all about problem solving. It's all about a situation being given to you. You are a project manager. You are doing X, Y, Z. And they give you some big old story in the middle at times. Other times, they cut to the chase. They don't give you a big old story. They just get to the point. But you are a project manager. You're working on a large size engineering project. And they give you a scenario with a problem. And we are going to be going through the different problems you could face on the exam. What I like about the PMI's 10 knowledge area model is you can pretty much track every problem to a knowledge area, whether it's integration, scope, schedule, cost, quality, resources, communications, risk, procurement, and stakeholder. It has to be one of those. Even if it's from an agile setting, it has to be one of those. The knowledge areas are really concise. They're really complete. So let's tackle a few areas today. So think about it. You are a project manager on a project. You're managing a large size IT project. Then let's talk about a problem from integration. What would that look like? A problem from integration management. Well, in integration management, you've got to understand what you're doing is casting a high-level vision, planning, doing, and checking. So when you think about it like this, in developing a project charter, you could encounter a vision problem where the vision does not align completely with the stakeholders' perceptions or it doesn't align with the organization's strategic objectives. That could be a problem. So what should you do? In such a situation, you should ensure everyone is on the same page by holding productive meetings where there's dialogue, where there's interaction, and where we get everyone on the same page. And then... When you're on the same page, you know for for fact, how are we perceiving the project? Is this reality? Do we think this is good? If yes, let's continue. If no, let's align. That's a big problem in developing a project charter. When you talk about developing a project management plan, one of the problems could be not seeing the entire scope because you don't understand the entire high-level scope. And that means rolling wave planning could be an option. You see what I'm saying? Whenever there's a problem, you always need to ask, how will this be solved? There's a problem, but how will it be solved? And you need to go through each one in your head thinking, there's a problem. There's a problem in this area. How is it going to be solved? There's a problem in developing the project management plan. We don't understand the full spectrum of the project. What should we do? Maybe rolling wave planning is an option. Maybe agile is an option. Oh, you're directing and managing the project work. Data shows you 
something that is not as conclusive as you would like, but you can see that you got a, a data repository showing you you got 50 defects. So what should you do? Data says there are 50 defects. What should you do next? You should analyze the data and you should get work performance information from that data. You should analyze the data to glean information. Or you're working on a project and someone is about to leave the organization and you now have a huge gap in your resources. Your resource knowledge, your resource prowess, your resource abilities. What should you do next? Or what should you have done? Well, what you should do next is have like an exit interview. You should have a lessons learned session with that individual. But what you should have done When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is you shouldn't have waited till now. You should have been thinking about this prior. You, you, you get what I'm saying? This is how you need to think on the exam. Moving into monitor and control project work, it could be your project manager, you've just created a work performance report and you distributed it to stakeholders, but you realize after distributing it that this report is incorrect. What should you do? Well, of course, you want to ensure that the stakeholders are aware, not just that it's wrong, but the better thing to do is to get into their hands a corrected version, spelling out what was wrong in the previous one, not just telling them they have a wrong report. You see, there's a difference between reactivity versus proactivity. Proactivity means you're going to get the new report into their hands while telling them what is wrong with the old one as opposed to just saying you got a wrong report. You get what I'm saying? It's a mindset. There's subtleties on the exam like this. Moving into performing integrated change control, usually there's a problem. You're a project manager on a project. You imagine a large-sized pharmaceutical project. A change request has come in from a very important stakeholder, but you know that this change request historically has been rejected by the change control board. What should you do? A, reject the change request. B, accept the change request. Uh, C, analyze the change request with your team, things like that. And the best thing to do is not to reject the change request. No matter what the history has been there, right? Every change request should be analyzed, especially from a stakeholder of that caliber. So you want to be careful. They're trapdoors they try to create for you by giving you some bogus history. Well, this change request has historically been rejected. You know that it can't be done. What should you do? Well, it's been historically rejected. Doesn't mean you know that it's going to be rejected again. You know, little things like this is what could make or break an exam. The final thing I would say here is the close project or phase process. And in this process, What could go wrong? What could the problem be? Well, let's say you finally get to closing and just as you're closing the project or just as you're closing a phase in a project, you detect 
that a deliverable that was previously submitted is incorrect. Project hasn't closed. Correct that thing. Don't just hurriedly close out the project. They'll give you options to close the project, tackle that scope of work under a different scope. No, it's not a new scope of work. It's still within the confines of the project. You get what I'm saying? So you're, you're going to be met with your project manager. Here's a situation, blah, blah, blah. What should you do next? Okay? I hope you enjoy this first one in a series of 10. And then we actually have another series of five for the process groups. And that's what we're going to be tackling. Just thinking out loud, what kind of problems could I expect? Okay? So in the area of developing the project charter, you could have a poor, poorly casted vision, poor scope, poor roadmap. You know, and even think in the world of Agile, the problems that you could have in integration is having release plans out of whack with the sprint plans, the sprint plans, the release plans, the roadmap, basically all the levels don't align. So what should you do? What could have caused it? You need to be preemptive and just think like this. It's exercising your brain muscles. It's not as though these are exact questions on the exam. But these help you with the mental gymnastics to say, okay, I've tackled enough problems with my body fail on those calls. Now I just need to get in that frame of mind and think, what would I do next? Or the parts that you've created from prior sprints are not integrating in the sense of technical integration. What should you do? You always look for the root cause. Okay. So the biggest lesson that I want you to take away from this session is always analyze the root cause. Always try to find, okay, what is the real problem here? What is the root cause of it? I often tell people, use the DIG approach. Define, identify, generate. Okay, that's the dig. Define the problem, identify the root cause, generate alternatives. So take this to your exam. I got to define what the problem is as I read the question. I got to identify what the root cause is. What is causing this? What is causing the poor vision? What is causing the lack of engagement of stakeholders and things like that? And then you generate alternatives in your head. Or you got the alternatives already in front of you on the exam. Or maybe what you need to do is choose the best alternative. So the DIGCIV approach, my friends, that I want you to use mentally on the exam and in real life on your projects is define any problem or issue, identify the root cause, generate alternatives, then choose the best alternative, and then implement that alternative and see if it works. Implement it mentally. Ask yourself, will this really solve the problem? Implement it in the real world by actually doing, and then verify, hmm, did this actually solve the problem? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Did this actually cause everything that we were experiencing to go away? And if the answer is yes, then good, you got it. If the answer is no, then you need to go back to the drawing board with the team and then do it again. But on the exam, I just want you to take the DIGC. 
define the problem. Make sure you are laser focused on that problem in the question. Identify what is causing it. Sometimes you don't know what's causing it. You could say, the project schedule is, is running late. What should you do? It may not tell you what is causing it. In that case, you got to skip the root cause and then you got to think, how best can I solve this? Because when you jump and go to, okay, I've defined a problem, the schedule is late, I don't know what's causing it, the question doesn't say it, let me generate alternatives, how could I solve this? I could, I could crash, I could fast track. But if the question says, there's a schedule delay, what should you do next? Well, you definitely want to identify the root cause. Maybe that's actually the answer. Sometimes the answer is identify the root cause. Sometimes the answer is do an analysis, right? Sometimes the answer is very obvious. It's not always some big old lofty, oh, do um, rolling wave planning or do fast tracking or, or, or do something else, you know, crashing. It may not be that. It may not be that. It might just be define the problem. It might just be identify the root cause. It might just be do an analysis, do an impact analysis. And, and that's what you need to do before anything else, right? When you do your defining the problem, identify the root cause, doing your impact analysis, then generating alternatives, right? Then choose the best alternative. That's it. You choose the best alternative, you get the question right. All right, my friends, I hope this gave you some insights and some ideas going to continue this discussion as the days and weeks go on because i find some of my friends fretting about ittos and goofy stuff i'm not saying ittos are bad but your exam is definitely not going to be made up of ittos your exam is actually going to be focusing on problems how do you solve these problems how do you get stuff that is bothering you out of your way that's really what it's about all right thank you my friends i'll speak to you in the next episode bye for now